Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little bit about adfreeshows.com. People often ask me, what exactly is adfree shows all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get early ad-free access to all of my podcasts starting at just $9, but you also get many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts like Click This with Kevin Nash, Gentleman Villain with William Regal, Oh, You Didn't Know with Brian James, and others yes, still just $9 a month. That's 14 podcasts in total every single week, early with no ads. That's like 20 cents an episode. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple Podcasts or through your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Want some more cheese on that Whopper? AdFreeShows.com has literally tens of thousands of hours worth of bonus content, including fantastically popular series like Eric Fox Back, Title Chase, and Strictly Business. And I don't know why this is a thing, there's even more than 40 Ask Conrad episodes waiting for you at adfreeshows.com. We've got monthly Zoom chats with all the podcast hosts, live watch-alongs with wrestling legends, and more. Come on now. See for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered. That's adfreeshows.com. It's the best value in wrestling today. Check it out right now. Adfreeshows.com. You'll be glad you did. Broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. 
Hello and welcome to Arn. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spinebuster, one half of the first tag team to win both the NWA and WWF tag titles, and the man who dishes out Spinebusters like we show Blue Chew. He's the enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how's it going today, my friend? And you might want to put out there that Spinebuster is my move. Yeah, it is your move. And guess what? We're going to listen to Tony Schiavone flub it up one more time this week on the show. I'm just warning you now, pal. I'm just warning you. Get ready for it. Do you think he really didn't know the name of my move or was told not to say it? He had to be told not to say it because he called it the spine buster enough times and Crockett before you got here. So I know how it worked back then. Listen. Before we get into today's show, what a show we had last week. You and Tully worked the entire loop against Demolition. And, of course, August ended with that awesome SummerSlam match in front of 20,000 people at the Meadowlands in East Rutherford. In a non-title match, which we talked about, you and Tully defeated the Hart Foundation in the opening match of the show. And, yes, as expected, the match delivered and set the pace for the rest of the card, Arn. And, man, I had a lot of fun watching it with you, my friend. As did I. Brought back a lot of great memories. It was uh, it was an honor to share the ring with those guys, and it worked out to our benefit. Well, buddy, this week we're going to talk about all things September 1989. You guys continued working the house show loop with Demolition, working in one of the featured matches really every single night. But clearly there are some issues that are going on behind the scenes, and they come to a head because this is the same month that you and Tully give your notice. We talked about it and we touched on it a little bit last week. We're going to get into all the details of that here at September 1989. This is one that you don't want to miss. Arn, you ready to dive in? Yes, sir. All right, let's do this. It starts in Tennessee, Knoxville, specifically at the Thompson Boiling Arena. Demolition challenged the Brainbusters for the Tag Team Championships on the first. Joining the four of you on the sloop was the following match lineup. Listen to this. You got Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart, the Hart Foundation versus Greg Valentine and Dino Bravo. Also on the card, Dusty Rhodes versus the Big Boss Man, Hercules versus Ted DiBiase, and ooh, yeah, the Macho Man Randy Savage versus Brutus Beefcake. Sorry, couldn't help myself. (laughs) Once again, though, the depth of the WWF roster never disappoints, buddy. This is the B-Town crew, and every name on this card is a Hall of Famer. We talked about it last week. Yeah, and Knoxville's a great wrestling town. It's one of the best, I would say, over the last 30 years that has produced great uh, great matches. Great companies have ran there. Every major company has ran there, and it's uh, the audience has always been phenomenal. It's just a great wrestling town, period. And they're still producing wrestling talent. You got Dr. Tom down there running, uh, you know, his wrestling academy. Tom knows his shit. That's for sure. He does. And, uh, buddy, he's uh, still going strong. He's doing, by the way, a cheap plug ad for his shows. Dr. Tom's a part of the network, and he does a mailbag show. Uh, He and I get together every other week and answer questions and just talk about his school and his training and who to look out for prospect-wise. But again, Knoxville, Tennessee is where it's at. Listen, the fun part is the next day, Arn, you guys are in Nashville, and guess where you're at? Yeah, you're at the auditorium, the home of Ric Flair's last match. Demolition once again challenged you guys right there, right where you stood just a few weeks ago in that auditorium. 
to capture the WWF. They failed to capture, excuse me, the WWF tag team titles. Uh, so that's kind of cool, right? You were just in that building, and that's where you and Demolition tore the house down all those years ago. You know what's amazing is the evolution of the, the uh, country music uh, industry has has really grown around Nashville. I mean, it is some it, it's a destination city now. You know, it used to just be okay. Country singers live there record there and stuff, but man, it's an all-around big city. I heard someone refer to it as Nash Vegas, and I'm like, dude, you're not wrong. I was down there on Broad Broadway, and I'm like, this place is the place to be. It was popping, right? Oh, it was. I've, I've never seen so much talent in my life. It was incredible. Uh, so uh, check it out. If you're looking for a place to go on the east side of the country, go to Nashville with your buddies, and you'll have a good time. Uh, on September 3rd, we move on at Viking Hall in Bristol, the Brain Busters again. You guys bested demolition. And like the 4th of July, believe it or not, Arn, the crew was off for the Labor Day holiday and two additional days. You guys got off for Labor Day plus two days. How's that? And we drove home that night from, uh, was it Kingsport? No, you guys it? were the last one that you were at. You were in Bristol, Tennessee. Oh, Bristol. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, one of the tri-cities. Yeah, and it was just a short drive over the mountain, so... Getting to finish the loop there and drive home, that's like another day off. Man, that sounds, uh, I'm sure that was felt good for you guys back then. And you would return to the road, though, on September 7th, catching that early flight to Fargo, North Dakota, or as I like to call it, Southern Canada. The crowd in Fargo saw you and Tully defend the title successfully against Axe and Smash. You guys would work third from the top on this one behind Piper and Rude and Dusty and the Boss Man. So, again, tons of talent on these shows September 8th, you guys traveled uh, to uh, North Dakota again, where you once again worked against Demolition, third from the top. On the 9th at the Mess Center in Minneapolis, you and Tully lost to Demolition in the semi-main event by DQ. Here we go. September 10th, you guys appeared in an enhancement match on the episode of Wrestling Challenge against Mark Young and Jim Evans. And, buddy, we have this match. It went about two minutes. It's our first clip of the week. Let's check it out from Wrestling Superstar, September 10th, 1989. And very happy about it. And doesn't hesitate one moment to tell you about it. Does not hesitate at all. The men with the gold, and they're going up against Mark Young and Jim Evans in this event. And you've got to give it to them. They are a great team. No question. No question. Now, we all have seen the way they won the belts. But still, when you talk about teamwork, you got to point to the Brain Busters as one of the tops. Certainly do. And this youngster, Mark Young, I've seen him in a number of matches now. Looks good. Of course, he's very green and inexperienced. But the only way you get experience is to get in a ring with top guys like the Brain Busters. That's right. You know who that is in the red, white, and blue? Uh, tell me. That is Jay Strongbow's son. Ah, okay. Never know it, right? Never, no, never know. They just gave him a gimmick name and had no idea. The top into a sunset, but there's the smartness right there, making the tag as he went down. Knowing where his partner was. Tully Blanchard with great ring savvy, as you mentioned before, knowing at all times where Arn Anderson is. Boy, that's so important. Holding on, Anderson. Mark Young, other side, slips under. Boy, quick. he's quick. He really is. Beautiful drop kick. And another one for Tully who comes in. He 
had some skills. He did. He looked good, man. Uh-oh. Yeah. Nice job, kick. Right right. There, Tony. You don't do that when Jay you strong bows. Yeah. You stop your momentum. You just keep going. Let's call him Mark Young. Once again, Who knew it? It's a case of two veterans. Well, I love watching wrestling with you. Nice, nice roll right to the tag. And watch out. Jim Evans coming in, going right after Arn Anderson. Two men watching on are Axe and Smash Demolition. What about Jim Evans? Any relations? I don't know who his dad was. You don't know Jim Evans from Bob Evans. Oh, here we go. Pretty good chance. No one we knew. We don't make any excuses. There's only one thing to do, and that's to win. And to win, we break both, and we kick people's teeth dead. I would not want to be in the shoes. They don't have to get hot. They were, they were hot. There goes Bob Evans. Or Jim Evans. Bob Evans is the breakfast restaurant. Oh, I know all about it. That's sausage gravy. I'm sure. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> the question is, though, now, will demolition be too anxious to get the brain buster? Well, maybe. I have a feeling your spine buster is coming up. I can't wait to hear this. Well, they, there's Bobby the Brain Heenan on the outside, and then there's Andre the Giant. You heard him talk about Andre the Giant, so it could boil down to a four on two like it did at one time. Well, you know, you can always count on whenever Bobby the Brain Heenan is involved, any member of the Heenan stable could show up at any time. He has them all on 24 hour call. And that move from Arn Anderson. One of the, the Anderson better moves. Slam. The Anderson Slam, one of the better moves in the World Wrestling Federation. And there's Anita the back of the Anderson Slam. He keeps the offense on. The name of the game. Spine Buster. Spine Buster. The fight to your opponent, and that's exactly what the Brain Busters do. Into the knees. <laughs> oh, Tully Blanchard up top. What's he doing? Oh. Improvised that time, didn't he? Certainly did. He uses the ropes to great advantage there. Oh, look at this. Slingshot City. Well executed. Slingshot suplex there. And look at this. Mark Young was not paying attention. Not at all. And a big drop kick from Tully Blanchard. Once again, good execution. And that served to get the attention of the referee. Oh, this. Look out for the spike. Oh. It's all over, Tony. It is all over. Get ready, Mike. Awesome. The World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champs win again. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast. 
part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. So there it is. Your boy, Tony Schiavone, calls it the Anderson Slam. In lieu of what a maneuver. <laughs> what? I mean, I think you definitely need to deliver one to him to remind him what it is. And I'm all for it. I mean, I think it needs to be called Arn Anderson's last match. And it can be against Tony Schiavone. I don't care where we host it. Maybe that weekend we'll do the roast of Tony Schiavone on Friday night. I mean, I, I we can just put this whole thing together now. He has gotten so ornery in his old age. There was a time I could have beat him. I don't know if I can beat him anymore. Really? He's that crazy, huh? Well, listen, let's talk about the action in this one. We saw a really nice double hot shot from you guys. You, you, do, you get your uh, spine buster in. Telly hits the slingshot. You finish it off with the spike pile driver. But, man, it was a great match. You win. You do what you're supposed to. I mean, whose Cheerio, who's Cheerios did these two piss in? Because you guys just destroyed them. Well, if you go back and look at it, though, we made we made uh, the kid look like he belonged in the in the Mark Youngblood or Mark, yeah, or yeah. Strongbow or Strong, whatever. Strongbow, son. Yeah. You, look, you know, if you go back and dissect it, you know, we took care of him out there, and you had to do enough. You know, because the kid could work, and it was a, you know, his dad was one of the agents in the company. There was no reason to not do it. He had some talent, but when it came to the other kid, who may have had more talent than we saw, but that's ours now. We can't give it to both of you. We're going to go it for political reasons here with the kid, and that's uh, right. move, move on. Hey, he the blonde guy had a nice mullet, Evans, and uh, you know, and that's where one with him. As Orange just indicated, sometimes one move isn't going to get the job done. And you know the worst place for that to happen? The bedroom. Sometimes you got to hit the spine buster, slingshot suplex, and the spike pile driver in order to go over. But if the days of marathon matches and high spots are behind you, fellas, do we have the tag team partner for you? Even more reliable than the enforcer himself. And that, my friends, is Blue Chew. BlueChew.com is giving guys confidence all over the world. Isn't that right, Orange? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just an advantage that you have on every other husband in the neighborhood. It is. It's like that spike pile drive uh, when nobody's looking. It's that pill you pop, and it becomes that spike pile driver uh, for whoever your partner is. And, man, listen, they're an online prescription service. There are no visits to the doctor's office, no weird conversations like the one I'm having with you now. There's no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door discreetly. That's right. You can make eye contact with the mailman, and uh, it's all okay. They have no idea what's in that box, and it's simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll get that prescription within days, and it's time for action. The best part, it's all done online. And if you don't like swallowing pills, maybe you just can't do that. Well, no problems. They they have chewable tablets, too. They're taking care of you. And Because we know there's lots of reasons why guys can't get it done. Maybe it's stress, anxiety, old age. Maybe you have some medical conditions that just, you know, the wiener just ain't working like it used to. Blue Chew is for you. Right, Arn? Wiener. wiener. <laughs> oh, you can't say wiener, can you? You can. You can. One question, one question. When you load up, I know you sneak and load up on the blue chew so that you're trying to convince mama that it's all you. That's right. You don't do the assless chaps, do you? 
I haven't broken out the assless chaps yet because I'm trying to get action. I'm not going first, making her puke. Okay, okay? Let's don't, if that ever happens, let's not talk about it. Uh, we will not. We will not make it a part of this ad. Guys, listen, the chewables from BlueChew.com can make sure you're able to perform. I think JR has the assless chaps, by the way. But it can make sure you're able to perform at your best every time you get the opportunity to have fun. Here's the deal. Blue Chew. You can try it for free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. That's right. Go to bluechew.com. Use the promo code ARN at checkout and just pay $5 shipping. Well, ARN, on the 11th, we're at September 11th. You and Telly closed out the show in Butte, Montana against Demolition, rounding out this loop of house shows, and you get three amazing days off beautiful days off you're flying back from montana you're enjoying some time with the family maybe you're having a nice home-cooked meal together you're relaxing doing all those things but you know what you're headed back out on that long ass flight to los angeles at the sports arena in front of a sold-out crowd of fifteen thousand fans this time it's the hogan card for you and tully they said we're getting these guys on the a show so you know what that means that means you guys are walking away with even more coin when you're on the Hogan card. Isn't that right? Yeah, and the previous one, I was just going to say, I think that's when we started to really notice, you know, that we're not in the, we're not in the good towns. I got we're you. not drawing well. Yeah. And we're, we're the brand-new tag champions. We assumed we would be in the A-towns, and the money would go up, but it really didn't. It, it actually kind of took a dip. And ah, that's a good point. That's on our radar, my friend. When your money goes down in this business, you know it immediately, check to check. And if there's a reason that you were in towns that did two, 3,000 people versus the ones that did seven, eight, nine, now you know. But if you're in ones that uh, do well and you don't do what you should, then it pops up on your radar. I mean, that's true. You guys are all over Montana, North Dakota. At this point, you, you, as you said, you're noticing this. Is this something that you're talking to somebody about? Like, hey, yeah, aren't each, we o- the- each other. Yeah, but and nobody in the office? or Well, you know, let me tell you, when you're in a loop like that and you're doing those towns, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of a little buzz going around the locker room. You know, you'll hear somebody go, damn, pay, pay us for the shits. Well, there's nobody there, but they're still the shits. The only thing you care about is not the whys and all that. It's payoffs for the shits. Yeah, right. We were on last, you know, payoffs for the shits. So once it pops up on your radar, you start looking at that end of it more than just having a great time and living your dreams. Sure. All that stuff now starts to become financial because, remember, we had the handshake deal with the guy. When we agreed to come to work with Vince, and he said, oh, I guarantee you'll make more than you made with Crockett. And that's, you shake hands on that. There's no guarantee on paper, but you walk out of there. He's a man of his word. I haven't heard anything else. So after a check or two that that's really bad, you start to go, okay, wait a minute, let's talk to each other, not to Vince, but it's. There's a little buzz going between you and your partner. Yeah, that's good insight. And uh, because this is it, this is the month that it all goes down. So let's talk about it as we start to build here. I mentioned you guys are here at the on the Hogan card for this one in Los Angeles. 
Uh, your match with Demolition went on second from the top. Hogan pinned Macho King in the main event. You guys would then travel on to the sports arena in San Diego. Again, you guys are having some of these conversations. You're on this card. 5,000 more fans watch Demolition try and take the titles from you and Telly. September 17th at the convention center in Tucson, 3,000 fans watch you, Tully, Axe, and Smash Russell in the semi-main event. And then on the following day in Colorado Springs at the Broadmoor World Arena, Demolition won the match with you and Tully by DQ. Titles still haven't changed hands. Now we move on. It's September 19th. You're in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. Demolition came up short in their effort to take the championships back from you and Tully. Uh, but again, you guys are working quite a bit with Demolition here. Back and forth we go. And uh, it's just starting to build because we do know as we get to it here, uh, there's going to be some history that, that breaks down. Before we get there, though, i got to pause right here because in just five days, you guys went from California to Arizona to Colorado to Indiana that kind of travel takes a serious toll on the body, even more so than all the house show matches where you and Tully wrestle demolition. What the body needs after a grueling tour like this, Arn, is rest. Meaningful, impactful rest, and you'll find it no better partner in help to get that rest than Chili Sleep. Chili Sleep makes customizable climate-controlled sleep solutions that help improve your entire well-being. Arn and I have talked about it over and over again, and we want to make sure you guys are in on this. This is a solution that I'm telling you you're going to love. Arn, we've talked about it before. An important night's rest is just as important as anything else in life. Yep, and whether you're young or you're old or somewhere in the middle, you got to get your sleep at night, man. Because, you know, a couple of days of that, it starts to have a lasting effect on you you know what i'm saying it does sometimes it's, it's things you can't control uh sometimes there are this this situation is we're giving you something that you can do to help yourself sleep it's a definite aid guys listen chili sleep has a few options for you they have the Oler and a cube sleep systems are two different systems. They're both hydropowered, temperature-controlled mattress toppers. They fit over your existing mattress. That's right, your existing mattress to provide your ideal sleep solution. You control the temperature. And if you want an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. So this is really a no-brainer for us. Head over to chilisleep.com forward slash R and learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new Cube or Oler sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for R and listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash Arn to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Well, Lauren, the following day, it's September 20th. WWF recorded matches and interviews for syndication, and as noted by friend of the show, Richard Land, on the history of WWF.com, this is the day that you and Tully gave notice to the WWF and let them know that you would be returning to the NWA. So, Arn, you guys are coming off killer matches with the Heart Foundation at SummerSlam in front of a crowd of 20,000. As we've discussed, the business is as hot as it's ever been, and more often than not, you and Telly are in featured mount matches on house show loops. How did you guys come to the decision to leave the WWF 
with this as the context? Did someone from NWA reach out to you and Tully? Take us through what happened here. What's the date? September the 20th. Your birthday. You know the irony in that? Isn't that something? I know. Yeah. Yeah, we had talked about it and talked about it. And, you know, once you get three or four checks that aren't what they should be, you've got to stop the bleeding in this business. Or they will think you're fine with that. So we get there early, and Vince would uh, come to TV. He would have a couple of meetings, see that everything was set up, and then in the afternoon, he would take off to the gym, go get his workout while everybody else is uh, doing promos or whatever they're doing. Um, So we got in to see him, and we went in, and we reminded him, about our original conversation. He's sitting there lacing up his tennis shoes. He's got on his gym clothes. And uh, basically we just said, hey, you know, our original conversation sitting out by your pool was we would make more money than we had. Uh, We have been working with all your top teams. We're now your champions. And for the last three or four weeks, Checks have went down. As a matter of fact, if we do the math, in the fiscal year, we're $50,000 behind what we made at Crockett. And he looked at us kind of like disbelief. He said, really? Something like that. I may be paraphrasing. We said, yes, sir. Oh, well, that's a... You know, guys, don't worry about it. It's going to get better. We said, well... Uh, we shook your hand in faith. What we'd like is a show of faith from you. And again, I'm paraphrasing, you know, that 50 grand we would like to, for you to catch us up where we were in the fiscal year with Crockett, because that was our deal. We're not asking for guaranteed contracts or anything. We just want to get up to where we need to be, where we were. And then you got the rest of the year to, to make it right. He went, wow, this is uh, this is pretty heavy. You guys are pretty serious. And we said, well, he said, I, I, I'm going to have to think about this. So thinking that's a drop in a bucket to this man, you know, 50 grand times two to get it right and make it right for us. He said, I'll talk to you guys in three weeks next time we're at TV. You Okay. You all right with that? Well, we had no reason to not believe him at that point. We hadn't been uh, screwed around or screwed over or anything, so we went back to work, and we worked hard for the next three weeks to the next TV taping. Uh, And if you want to talk about that when we get there, we will, or we can talk about it now. Let's just talk about it now while you're... Yeah. Well, okay, so we go through the three weeks. We're still working with demolition. We're tearing the joint down. Uh, and depending on what city we were, you know, the, the uh, pay went commensurate for what the house was. But we're still 50 grand behind, you know. And you would thought he would have just started making it good the very next week. 
Again, we give him, you know, it's a show of faith. And uh, three weeks later, we go in to talk to him again, thinking he's going to hand us a check for 50 grand. All is good because we haven't heard anything negative, and we're still tearing the joint down with demolition everywhere. And he goes, well, okay, guys. He said, I've, you know, had some time to think about it, and if you're going to, you know, I can't just write you a check for 50 grand. So we said, okay, if that's your final uh, answer, we'll give you a 90-day notice. Um, we had already had a couple of conversations. Uh, but just to cover ourselves, if this meeting that we're having three weeks later goes south, what's your, what's your B plan? Well, Rick had already contacted us a couple, three times, wanting, saying that Jim Hurd wanted us back. He understood the value. He wanted to have us back. Rick worked out a deal with him who... It was a three-year guaranteed contract, more money than we had ever made. And that sounded like a pretty good deal. And it certainly was something nice to have in your back pocket when you have your conversation with Vince. So we said, I don't think he believed the 90-day notice for just a minute. We said, well, we'll work a 90-day notice. We can't do any better than that. And uh, we'll finish up at... uh, what was the November pay-per-view? Survivor Series. Survivor Series. We'll finish up. It, it worked out that it was about three months away, 90 days away. So he started taking off his shoes, and he, we said, uh, he just looked up and said, well, can't go to the gym now. It's like he was in disbelief that he gives us the bad news and we give him our notice. No one had given him a notice and walked out of there on one of those contracts, which his contract just said all he'll guarantee is $150 a day times 10 days. 1500 bucks is all that's guaranteed. But they own your likeness. They own everything. Yeah. And no one had either requested their release up until that point uh, because it was still the place to work. You know, WCW was just getting rolling. And uh, so we started working our notice, and uh, it just changes your attitude. Thank God we had great guys to work with. Had we have been working with a guy, had this would have been with a during the Bushwhacker deal, which is not personal. It's just not the most ideal business sense when you work our style. And, uh, you know, it just, I know I felt different. Tully felt different, and we started into that 90-day notice period. Mm. So, obviously, you and Tully had to be 100% on the same page you were when you approached Vince. Yep. Anything, as you walk out, as you head back to Turner, any regrets, any at all in that moment, even even now as you think back about it, anything you would have done different? Even though... <clears throat> once he once he showed no faith in us even though we had given him everything that we had nothing but businessman and to, to get disappointed like that over such a nominal amount of money for him 
you just look at the guy different. And your trust in what he has to say changes. And then you look around and you see that you're starting to get swerved by the other people, the agents and, and stuff. You know, you just, it just, once word is out that you've right. given your notice. Whole thing changes. Second class citizen. And there's nothing that if, you know, most guys wouldn't even pay attention to some of the stuff they do. But if you're on top of your game, you look for little things like that. Like you suddenly go down to the B town when you should be in the A-Town and all that stuff. And uh, it just, the pay doesn't change. And after that conversation, you're still not seeing any difference. Uh, It's just a different frame of mind. It's a different working environment. And we're hearing things, you know, they're not working down south. You know, the good news is all they're doing is TV. That's about eight days a month versus 24 days a month. For more money, sign me up. Now, eventually, we all know you'd return to WWE, F, whatever, in a different capacity. What was it like going back and seeing Vince for that first time since that kind of stinging conversation? Well, there, we got so much left ahead of us. Let's save that for save later. Save that for them? Okay, we can do that because I'm, I'm curious to hear what that coming back together was like in that conversation. So well, there you go. We've got a total screw job starring Jim Hurd for I mean we got a bunch of bunch of rat bastard stuff to talk about going forward, going back to WCW or going there for the first time. I mean sure. there's some stories that'll equal anything that Vince did and curl your toes. All right. Well, we're going to get into it all here. Thank you for sharing the detail on that. Let's get into Okay, so you had that conversation with Vince. He's now aware he's not going to the gym. He's not putting his tennis shoes on anymore. He's like, what the hell just happened? And here we go. Uh, well, it's One thing, let me add. Yeah, I'll sure. i you off. When we walked out, there was, there was guys everywhere you know when a meeting like that goes down you tell your like your closest friends like barry and there was a few people that we told that hey if this this conversation goes south we're we're out of here so when we came out there were guys that were scattered down the hall that had been waiting on us and they said what are you guys going to do we gave our notice so we went on in the locker room we spent a little time and when we came out we noticed there was a short line to get in to meet with Vince, which we set off the firestorm. Yikes. Now, when they found, you know, the first thing they said was, well, hell, they're letting them go. My money sucks, too. Whatever the case may be, I've been here a while. I've earned more money. Everybody started to go compare notes and got in the, I'd like to have my release. Well, word was put out pretty quickly to tell all those guys if they're here to see about a release because when they ask to see Vince, you've got to tell them what your business is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when yeah. they said, well, we'd, you know, we're not happy, and they might not have said, I want my release, but we're not happy, our money's not good, whatever it is. But it was a firestorm that we kind of set in motion. You lit the match. He agreed to let us go. But that don't mean he's going to let seven other guys go. So the mood around that TV changed quite a bit. But he, I guess he sent the word out by somebody, 
hey guys, if you're here with a, with a you know, vets is not accepting any meetings right now. If you guys are not happy with something, we'll have to talk about it some other time. Well, buddy, it didn't take long for him to uh, go ahead and, and get the plan in motion, get the wheels in motion, because that day, and this would air on the October 23rd edition of Primetime Wrestling, which when we cover October next week, we'll share the match. This is the match with Demolition that you guys uh, dropped the titles back to them on your way out. So we're going to watch it next week on the show. Uh, but that day, on the 20th, you would wrestle them, drop the belts, and they would air it October 23rd on Primetime Wrestling. We move on. September 21st, the Riverfront Coliseum, Cincinnati, Ohio. 14,000 fans there. They watched the second day of TV tapings. At this taping, you and Telly defeated Warren Bianchi and Tim Horner following the Spike Pile Driver. And then from Cincinnati, the crew traveled to Denver for a live event at the McNichols Arena. Working second from the top, you and Tully lost your match with Demolition by DQ. And the next day, you're out the out west to Sacramento at the Arco Arena where 5,000 people watched the match between Demolition and the Brain Busters in the semi-main event. You guys were DQ'd when Bobby pulled the referee out of the ring during a pinfall attempt. Bobby getting physical in this case, playing more of a role and you guys keeping the titles. Because remember, they still this didn't air on TV yet. Okay, We're still, well, the, cha- we're still the champion. Yeah, yeah, because that doesn't air till October. So at least on this loop, you're still carrying those belts around. Um, September 24th on an episode of Wrestling Challenge, Mean Gene conducted a stand-up interview with you, Tully, and Bobby. This interview goes 3 minutes and 30 seconds. Let's listen what you three had to say. But guys, remember, at this point in real time, Arn and Tully had already lost these belts. They had already given their notice. And that's uh, something uh, uh, that's very interesting to me. Let's check out this clip. This week are the current World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions. They are Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. They are the Brain Busters. And they're very cocky. Their manager, and they're very Bobby good. The Brain yeah. Heenan. Can't argue with that, Gorilla. swerving the number one contenders of the World Wrestling Federation for these titles, Demolition. You mean you're talking about the class of the World Wrestling Federation, the two gentlemen that won these titles, fair and square? Oh, Wait a minute, me a I've break. got some videotape footage. Oh, come on. And look at Heenan tying up the referee. Oh, no. I love it. Ref don't see nothing. All he sees is an opponent flat on his back and Arn Anderson on top. Wait a minute. That's Demolition music play. The celebration is cut short. Here comes back. Here comes back. Now what business do they have coming out here? What business do they have? The exactly. Tag Championship was stolen from Demolition. Let's get it on right now. Yeah, come on. Let's have it right now. Get no, it no, 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 no. The Brain Busters are the type of team. They prepare for their opponents. They do a lot of homework. They're not going to take no spur-of-the-moment match like that. Some big uh, play in front of the crowd by demolition. The Busters are too smart to fall for any boy like that, my man. 
to do with demolition this week. That's called discipline. Quite clear to me, Tully Blanchard, that you're ducking the demolition. What, what are you doing, Gino? That you can see that demolition tried coming in after us after we'd already wrestled some tough competition. You don't do that. You don't become the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions by being dumb, buddy. But if that's the case, Art Anderson, why don't you put the belts on the line against the demolition? I'm going to explain to you and the rest of these spoonheads out here, I want silence out of you and silence out of them. When we came to the WWF, we had the biggest credentials and we had the claw, tooth, and nail to get a title shot. It took us nine months. Now all we hear is what demolition wants. What about what we want? We're the champions. We dictate policy. So demolition, if you want to get in line, if you want a title shot, you did what we did. You climbed that ladder. But the bottom line is, when you get to the top, the head honchos sitting on top of the ladder are the finest team in the history of professional wrestling, the Brain Buster. You know, Bobby Heenan, it's obvious you're trying to weasel out of the title shot for the devil. Watch your language, little man. Good choice of words, I, I think. Very yeah, weasel out. It was Everybody good. I like that. a title match. And this goes for you, Demolition. We're going to have to negotiate some money, some oh. contracts, and you're going to have to get in line. The end of the line. What are you doing? Nothing, nothing. I thank you very much. You're Grand Busters and Bobby Heenan. Thank you, gentlemen. Arn, thoughts on that one? Hard to do that when you realize you're not the champion anymore. But uh, it's a frame of mind. you got to realize where you are, the way TV was laid out. It still hadn't aired. So thank God there was no social media. You could not have did that back in the day. As soon as the show was over, you got social media lighting up. You know what I mean? It just wasn't possible. It was a different time, different era. I think it's interesting. That's probably the longest interview segment the WWF ever gave you guys. And now it's on your way out. That's number one. Number two, you can see the storyline of them having you lose the belts. It's all around ducking demolition. They must have said you guys ducking demolition four, five, six times. I don't know, throughout that interview. And it's just kind of, hey, this is going to be our story as to how and build the demolition, finally getting their shot and finally uh, defeating these guys. Um, so there you go. And that's just to me, it's just building that TV storyline, if you will, for what's about to happen and what we're about to see. Well, and you draw more money with us as a champion and them the challenger. Once right. they've won the belts back, they're not going to pay to see us wrestle them because they're, they're satisfied. Well, Arn, later that same day, 4,000 fans at the Memorial Coliseum in Portland, Oregon, watched you and Tully fight Axe and Smash to a double DQ. And then on September 25th, you guys ended the loop at the Coliseum in Spokane, Washington, once again, wrestling demolition. Arn, on the last two live events of this loop, you guys moved away from the semi-main event to the middle of the card. And it's got to be because of the notice. Maybe the agent wanted to change it up. Any reason for you and Tully being moved down the card when you're still wrestling demolition? Uh, because it was a different pay slot. Okay. And they could pay us less without it looking obvious. Mm. That's how much power you, the power of the pen is. They can write the same match on second. You can have the same match the next night on next to last. Totally different pay slots. 
Mm, mm, mm. Well, after a four-day break from the road, the crew wrestled at the Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. Demolition got the best of you and Tully this night, winning the match by DQ. And we round out the month of September on the 30th. You guys worked Madison Square Garden for what would be the final time, Arn. MSG was sold out that night. 20,000 fans in attendance at the world's most famous arena. Demolition versus the Brainbusters was one of the marquee matchups. The contest went almost 13 minutes and ended when Tully pulled the referee out of the ring as Smash had pinned you following the double-team hot shot. The good news for our fans is we have the second half of this match, and we're going to watch the last six minutes of it together. Arn, this is your last time wrestling in Madison Square Garden. This sounds like fun, huh? What's an event? Here we go. Let's check it out together. Lose these belts right before his eyes tonight, and there's not much you can do about it right now at this point. Wait a minute. Arn Anderson comes in with both arms up in the air. And pulls right on the head. That acts like a machine, isn't he? Wait a minute. Look at this. Off the top of the referee's back turn. So the referee gets his back turn, and thus the Brainbusters get the advantage. Wait a minute. What's Tully got? What? He's got something. He's got. He's got something. Tony's got that rope, and they're they're choking. Yes. Choking him with the rope. You're right. And on Anderson taking the advantage. Unbelievable. What action! I can't believe these guys are going at it full force. This thing's been a mile a minute since the bell run. Right now, though, demolition with axe on the far side floor. They had a little bit of trouble here, and really their first major trouble of the match. They're standing right on him, too. They know they got him going. They're taking advantage of this. They realize they're outweighed. They're outstrenched. And they're more than likely out toughed out there. They just got to take advantage of any little opportunity they've got. And, boy, they sure have Tony's got to give his brain busters credit. And that's why they're the champion. Look at this. <laughs> he really kicked out of that. This is some power on that. What do you think? You know, really giving away a lot of weight and a lot of size. Not always means you're going to lose a match as the Brain Busters have proved so many times as a reverse face lock is applied now to Axe. Well, Tony, I've been in the gym when these big uh, demolition guys have been in that gym. Let me tell you, they can throw 500 pounds around that gym like you throw, throw around your house shoes. Yeah. Those guys don't care. They're tough. They know what they want. They've got determination. They've what you got called tunnel vision tonight. They want these belts. It ain't over till it's over, buddy. That's the old term. The city's familiar with that term, and... Trying to rise, so to speak, to the occasion right here. He's up. He's coming right up. Tully makes a quick tag. Nicely done by Blanchard. Here comes Anderson. And with that big left hand of his, he's a southpaw. And, boy, he can really connect with that one. Choking him now, right on top of him, using the ropes. Every advantage he's got. Really laying it in there, Tony. Right to the head. You know, Tony, after a match like this, I don't know if you want to call yourself a winner or not the way you're going to look in the morning. The masters of double team moves. There you go. There's another one. The Brain Busters. After early problems in this match, are really taking it right to Axe. Look at him. Yes. He's in trouble. And there's the rope again, Hillbilly. And they're drawing the referee. Look at this. Look at this. Just tell the Blanchard's a master of this, looking right back to him. Got Axe in the corner, got him with him. 
This is the only possible way that he'll have a chance against this demolition team. Only possible way. And you got to give them credit, Tony. They're going right for what they can do. That's right. They're not trying to do anything there. You got uh, Hillbilly Jim and Tony Schiavone on the uh, call here, Arn. Never thought I'd hear these two uh, doing commentary together. Hillbilly's a mess. He's one of my favorite people of all time. Well, tell well, do, you, do you have a good hillbilly story while we're watching this? Well, it's just he's just funny as shit. I mean, he walks around all bowed up, lat spread, hilarious. I'd look at him, I'd just go, "Hillbilly, bow up." He hit that. He had a big wide back too. Yeah, he'd go into that back wide V shape gimmick, but just a just a funny guy. Don't go messing with a country boy. That's all I remember him in the hoedown and. He came out of listen. He came out of nowhere. Hogan gave him the rub, and he was a, a big star back in these days. Well, and he had a run. At, you know, he was in charge of that Coliseum video for a long time. Hmm. I mean, years. He felt he disappeared right off the planet. He was still working for the company. It was that Coliseum video. He would go around visit places that carried it. You know what I'm saying? Video yeah. stores. Okay. Yeah, he had a job for years, and nobody even knew it. So he would go to video stores and, and try to market and sell Coliseum Home Video Lines. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. And that went, went on for years. Never knew that. Here you under, go. Yeah. yeah. He was under the radar. Okay, there's your hot tag. That's a hot tag. Let's uh, hear how this all breaks down. Big football tackle. It's off to the races now, Tony. Picks up on Anderson. It's Tully and smash the legal man in. Tully sent head first. He went over the turnbuckle, hit his head on the post. Wow. There's another hit right to the mat. He catches Tully. Put him in midair. Put him in midair, folks. Wow. Ooh, is he live and kicking or what? But he's fighting two men here, Hillbilly Jim. Big clothesline. Tully is out. I still think Tully's a legal man in. You sure couldn't tell it by the way he's polishing them off, could you? Picks up on Look at this. Tip. What a move. Oh, my. That's got to be it. That's it. Listen to that crowd. What happened? Was that a three count? Oh, they were pissed. Tony, I believe we've got new champions. The brain is taking the belt. He's taking the belts. What's what's going on here? Howard is talking. What's going on, Howard Finkel? The winners of this bout, as a result of a disqualification, and it's still World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions, the Brain Buster. So there it was. Fans thought it was a three count, but the referee has disqualified demolition. There's an angry smash. Okay, hold on now. As a result of a disqualification, demolition. So demolition gets up to win, but because of the disqualification, they will not win the. Yeah, I would say uh, demolition was over with the Madison Square Garden crowd. Did you hear that pop? Yeah, yeah. Screw up on the announcement. Yeah, winner, what winner happened the, there? Winner of the match, demolition, but still. <laughs> that, that should have went down. Yeah, that was a little bit of a do-over there by Howard. But when you see a clip like that, knowing that you played a part in such a visceral reaction with the Madison Square Garden town uh, crowd, what goes through your mind as at first as a talent? That we're just getting hotter and hotter and how stupid it is to let us go over 50 grand. Because we're just we're just now 
making it around to the towns maybe a second time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's we exactly were, right. Yeah. We were just, I mean, really They're finally stuck. getting really familiar with you and Tully and what you can do. We're getting over. Yeah. That garden crowd is not an easy card or crowd to to get to react. If you don't give them something that they like and believe and buy into, they're not going to react for you. And those people reacted. I want to pick your brain as we wrap up this month a little bit, though, as a teacher, because you have done a lot of teaching. You're Obviously, you're doing a lot of working and coaching with your own son, Brock. But when you hear a crowd pop like that, what are what are some of the things that you work with with guys to say, hey, this is this is how you can elicit a response with the crowd, or this is how you can try to start to get yourself over? What, what are some of those coaching moments, some of those techniques, some of the, the advice that you give to, to young talent, Arn, to really help them? <clears throat> I guess the most, the piece of uh, advice I would give them that I wish and hope that they at some point at least try is when you have a uh, talent roster with a lot of talented people, forget good guys, bad guys, but people that do a lot of very, very good things. And maybe you have some first-time fans that are seeing it for the very first time. My advice is, if you're a heel, take the first two or three minutes. If you, Unless you only have four minutes, if you've got eight, nine, ten more minutes, take the first two or three minutes and let me know as an audience member that I'm the bad guy. Have an attitude, and all you have to do is just have an attitude a smart ass, over cocky, whatever the deal is, because now, as an audience member, I don't like this guy. What a dick. And I automatically like the other guy who doesn't have to have done a thing yet. He wins by osmosis. Now you have your good versus evil. And it's easy to proceed from there. They will pull for the bad guy. And it could be something... Paul, as simple as stepping through the ropes and you've got people that have maybe or think they know who you are and they start cheering for you and you just step back through the ropes and look at them and very loudly say, hey, I don't need your help. Yeah. And they will turn on you. You don't have to cuss them. You don't have to be crass or crude. You just turn around and single them out and bark at them. And now that entire section will turn on you. That's my advice. It could be a finger point. You point it at just someone in that crowd and you tell them what you think. Like you said, you don't have to flip the finger and all this other craziness. I I like that advice, Arn. Good stuff. Listen, buddy, that's going to wrap it up for September 1989. And my goodness, the story uh, that you had to share there with Given the Notice was definitely the highlight of this week. Despite the amount of success you guys enjoyed, things would fall apart and ultimately alter the future for you and Tully. And next week, we're going to watch the match with Demolition from October, where they were successful in reclaiming those tag titles. You guys continue the program with Demolition. Of course, we're going to discuss the Build to Survivor Series 1989 as you are on your way out. Uh, but, man, this has been another uh, good episode, another fun episode with Yarn. Yep, enjoyed it. Hope it's, it's filling in some of the blanks for people that didn't understand what quite, quite what happened. Yeah, a little foggy, maybe on the exact circumstances or what went down or where it went wrong, but ultimately it came down uh, to money. 
and a handshake agreement and promises were made and and it just was not working out. It was not where it was supposed to be for you guys at this part. And you just went and had that tough conversation. And the man who could make it happen just decided he wasn't going to make it happen ultimately uh, for you guys. And, and that led to the big change. So uh, good stuff, Arn. Listen, we're going to do it again next week. We're going to jump into October, as I said. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, appreciate all your feedback. Arm mentioned it last week. We're hearing all kinds of great feedback from all of you guys, whether it's on ad-free shows, on the Patreon site, YouTube, on social media. Uh, we really enjoy and are enjoying telling the stories of Arn Anderson on a month-by-month basis he, each and every week here. So appreciate all of you. Check them out. Go to boxgimmicks.com. You can find all kinds of awesome merchandise, whether it be Four Horsemen T-shirts like the one that I'm wearing, Arn, I got a lot of compliments on wearing this one. When I did it at StarCast, I saw a lot of other people wearing the Four Horsemen merch, uh, but they can find that in all kinds of other Arn Anderson gear uh, over at boxagimmicks.com. And, uh, man, that's where it's at. You own the trademark, buddy. Well, and there's a separate uh, Four Horsemen store. That's right. Other, other than Box of Gimmicks, if you go to that and then go to the Four Horsemen store, Guys, we're looking at some of the requests that you've had for the jackets for the fall, hats, you know, some new shirts, some new, all kind of stuff. We, you ask, we're going to make it happen for you. There you go. Awesome. Well, listen, on behalf of the Enforcer and Hall of Famer, Arn Anderson, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right here next week again on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.